what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. We're going to talk today about transformation, but specifically how transformation is greater than self-help, than personal development, than that whole industry. Because here's the thing, typically what we can find ourselves believing and we can really submit to the world system on this is that we can fix ourselves. We can just go to enough conferences, we can read enough books, we can listen to enough podcasts, and suddenly we will transform, right? Because the very reason that you seek self-help or you seek personal development or you read a book by this author or you go to that training or you invest in that program is because you want to transform. You want a breakthrough. You want something in your life to change. You want it to be different, right? And usually if you are at that point of investing in something like that, you've had a moment or a series of moments that have compounded over time where you have had enough enough with being stuck, enough with being limited, enough about telling myself these lies, enough settling for less, enough judging myself and just really investing in self-hate, enough comparing myself to other people, enough procrastinating and not doing what I know to be doing, right? You hit this enough is enough point that you're willing to make a change, that you're willing to pursue new information, and that you're willing to do whatever is required to get new results in your life. True? Yes or yes? <laughs> so we're going to talk about that today, and I'm going to give you a couple of things, maybe more than a couple, that you can think about, because what I really value is giving you tools and giving you processes and systems and different strategies that you can integrate in your life to get those results. Because a lot of times we try to abort the process and the process is where it's at. You don't just hear a new perspective. You don't just even read a Bible verse or a proverb and really integrate that information into your body so that you embody it. It doesn't happen that quickly. It's something that you practice over and over. So the process is necessary to get to the result, okay? And usually when people meet with me, they're at A and they want to get to B. And so what I do is I'm like a spiritual running buddy. (laughs) I walk with you through that entire process because when we are in process, the process is often messy, right? There's good days, there's bad days and everything in between. There's constant challenges. That's when we're taking risks, right? When we're on the move, that's when we're growing, right? You've got to be moving in order to be growing. But when we're on the move, that's when we get challenged. That's when we get triggered. That's where we want to doubt ourselves. That's where we want to go back to the way things used to be, right? We don't want to feel this way anymore. And when it gets uncomfortable, we try to flee. 
right? Our survival brain kicks in. So when you're working with a coach or you have this spiritual running buddy, right? You stay on course. You don't abort the process. You don't abort the mission and you get the result that you're after. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Now I am also (laughs) somebody that is invested in years, years of personal development and self-help and trainings and programs and all the things, quite honestly. So I am not knocking that, but I'm just saying transformation is greater than self-help. And what I mean by that, being guided by God, being in relationship with God, receiving fresh revelation from God, being able to pivot, working with God to get your outcomes, that is greater than you leaning on your own understanding, than you trying to just hustle and force and grind your way to a result. Okay? So that's what I mean by that. Okay? So let me break this down for you a little bit more here. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So here's the thing. I just want to start by giving you some thought work or a brainstorm. Who would you have to become if you had to stop doing more to get the outcome you wanted? Okay, if you had to stop doing more, who would you become to get the results that you want? Because this is the fear. I have to do more. I have to do more in order to make this thing happen. I have to make it happen. That's how we're trained in the world. We're trained to control. We're trained to push. We're trained to force. We're trained to hustle. We're trained to grind. Now, and I'm, again, hear me. I'm not saying that you don't have to work because faith without works is dead. However, doing it in your own strength and leaning on your own understanding and in your pressure and force, that is very different than being led by God. Okay. And it's more about your being than your doing. So who would you have to be (laughs) one day at a time, one step at a time, one moment at a time, right? To get the results or the outcome you want. So less about doing, not what do you have to do, but who do you have to be? Who do you have to become, right? Think about these things. And who, basically, so let me say it this way, who would you have to become if you had to stop doing more to get the outcome you wanted? And you had to instead become the person who has the outcome easily. Because often we try and we strive and we force and we control, sometimes manipulate, right? And you will never respect somebody that you're trying to control, ever. Doesn't happen. So we usually do that though, because we think that it has to be hard. (laughs) It doesn't always have to be hard. That's not moving by grace through faith, okay? So let me say this to you in a flow. Who would you have to become if you had to stop doing more to get the outcome you wanted? And you had to instead become the person who has the outcome easily. And you had to instead stop grinding because grinding hard is hard, (laughs) right? It's hard and slowing down to become the person who doesn't have to grind is harder. But eventually, as you become that person, creating bigger outcomes becomes easier. Grinding harder means if you want bigger outcomes, the only way you know how to do it is to push even harder. 
When you become the person who doesn't have to grind, you can create more without doing more. Okay, so this is really important. So I just want you to consider who would you have to become if you didn't believe that you had to grind, okay? Because a lot of times we avoid being and we get obsessed with doing. We have to-do lists for days and a lot of times we don't even knock out the most important things and we're not slowing down enough to reflect and to get clear and to pivot, which is everyone's favorite word right now, right? And to actually recognize, is this what I'm being led to do? Am I in alignment with what I'm setting out to accomplish in my life? And who do I have to be to do this differently? If I didn't have to grind, if my results were inevitable, how would I show up, right? Because nobody, for the record, likes to be on the receiving end of somebody that is desperate and controlling and manipulative. Not a fun experience, right? And usually you just push back the outcome you result, the outcome you desire, right? When you start showing up that way, okay? So consider today your inner world, your personal development. I call it your character development, okay? Because essentially we've been given divine DNA, okay? And we can activate that every day. And that is how you walk out the newness of life that the Bible promises. However, a lot of times we don't train ourselves that way and we're not developing divine DNA, and you, de- you develop that through practicing that and activating it every day. And that's how you keep the old self dead, okay? If the old self is dead, if you died to that self, to walk out the new, you have to focus only on the new. And that is work. That is training. That is character development. You are developing who God says you are. You are developing what God says you can do. <laughs> and you are practicing getting stronger at that every day, okay? So I want you to consider how much you are actually prioritizing and investing in your character development, in your inner world, into your mind, into your emotions, into your heart, into your character development, and and really using your will and exercising self-control so that you can become the person that creates the results that you want, okay? Because the reality is, and we don't often talk about this, But when we are valuing the world system, right, and the world's way of doing things versus God's principles and God's way of doing things, the kingdom way, the kingdom mindsets, the kingdom principles, we value the world systems above God's. We are we are setting ourselves up for destruction and a fall, right? There's a way that seems right to us, but in the end leads to destruction. Okay. And what happens is when we're valuing the world system, we value success, right? But success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And we see this. We see this with depression. We see this with suicide, right? A lot of times we can achieve great things, but success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And deeper still, if we're only pursuing success, we start to make an idol out of success. We start to make an idol out of money and the pursuit of money and wealth. We start to make an idol about what we can do in our own strength without even consulting God, right? And we start to really struggle. And here's the thing, leaders fall when the size of their platform outweighs the depth of their character. So in a social media world or 
<laughs> in the world we live in, when people want platforms, when people want attention, when people want to, you know, pay for likes and followers, right? Because they value how they're viewed by the world, right? Then maybe what God values, okay? When we are showing up that way, when we want a platform, what can happen is the platform can get bigger. There's ways that you can manipulate systems to create a bigger platform. However, if the platform outweighs the depth of your character, you will fall. And that is not a fun place to be. And all those followers that you paid for that don't really know you and don't even care about you will not help you get up. Just something to think about, okay? So, Leaders fall when the size of their platform outweighs the depth of their character. What I'm saying in this is that we really cannot afford to run from or deny our character development. And a lot of times we try to do that. Oh, I don't need therapy or I don't need to look at what's going on in my mind or I don't have time to read the Bible. Right? (laughs) But I do have time to watch all these sports games. I do have time to Netflix and chill. I do have time to let three hours go by without even knowing what I was doing in those three hours. I do have time to murmur and complain. I do have time to procrastinate, right? We we let ourselves engage in things that are less than what we ultimately want. And that's not how we become the person that can sustain the results that we want. And a lot of times we want results without process, but we really cannot afford to run from or deny our character development. Because you can only go as far as where your character can sustain you. Another way to say that is you can't release a breakthrough that you don't already have. So if you are running from your breakthroughs, you really don't have anything to offer anybody. Something to think about, okay? And the other piece of this too is if you are isolating yourself and just doing your own thing and thinking you're right all the time, you can't be questioned. You can't be challenged. You won't let other people give you feedback. And leaders who can't be questioned end up doing questionable things. With no accountability, we are in a danger zone. In a danger zone, right? Horrible, horrible questionable things start happening when we don't have good counsel, wise, sound counsel in our lives, okay? So we need to be humble and we need wise counsel and advisors. And those can come in all forms. It can be a spiritual advisor, a pastor, spiritual covering of some kind. There can be prophetic counselors. There can be coaches. Sometimes coaches have a mix of those abilities. There can be mentors. There can be therapists. There can be a whole arsenal of people that can help you, but you need them. That is not a luxury. That is a necessity, okay? So to do character development, what's really important to do is to recognize where you are and and how things are going and, and just evaluate the outcomes that are currently in your life. Evaluate your problems, evaluate your successes, evaluate areas that are are weaker, evaluate areas that are really strong. But it's really important to identify your problems and give power and energy to solutions, okay? We can't do that because often our thinking and our habits, right, are not allowing it. So for example, the same level of thinking that got you where you are today is not going to bring you to where you desire to be. So if you are not renewing your mind, you're not even open and available for transformation because we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. So for example, practically speaking, 
You could be reading God's word and a piece of that could be highlighted to you and it's just resonating with your spirit. Holy Spirit is just enlightening the eyes of your understanding and bringing light to something that was currently dark, a new perspective. And that usually is a breakthrough. A breakthrough in in my definition is a shift in perception. So you could have a breakthrough just through reading the word. But here's the thing. For that to integrate into your being, for you to embody that new revelation, that new truth that was highlighted to you and live that out every day, you've got to practice it. It's one thing to read it. It's another to live it. Okay. And the scriptures that you know mean nothing if you're not living them. It's not about how many scriptures you read. It's about how many you live. Okay. And this, all of the principles, all of the scriptures, all of the truths, right? Those are meant to be lived. It is it is your manual for your life to prosper in all ways and in all aspects. But a lot of times that's the very thing we put off, okay? So as you start reading the word, for example, you get this revelation, you get this new perspective, you get a breakthrough, you get them a miracle. Breakthroughs are miracles, right? But for you to live that out, you have to have a plan. You have to have a strategy in a way that you can walk that out every day and practice self-control because you're going to be tempted to keep showing up the way you used to, okay? And you get really good at walking out the new thing by working that muscle every day, by by declaring that truth over yourself every day. When when something opposes that truth, you, you have staying power and you use the leverage of your vision to stay strong in the face of adversity, in the face of offense, in the face of a challenge, and you choose the new thing, right? And that builds the muscle. And that's a process. You don't get that right on the first try often. You get it through practice, okay? So gaining clarity about where you are right now is a foundation so you can discover where ultimately you want to go. All right. And the reason that most people don't succeed is because they don't evaluate where they are in their inner world. And clarity is power. I was studying the other day. I'm sort of a nerd, so I love doing research. That's actually my background. However, I was studying that 3% of people don't even write down their goals. No, wait, let me say that again. Okay, so 3% of people write down their goals or actually write down their vision, okay? 3%, that is so, so small. And 3% of people actually write down their goals, okay? So 3% of people vision where it is that they wanna go, they write the vision, they make it plain. And 3% of people actually write down, right? So what's happening to the rest of the world? (laughs) They ain't doing that. And if you can't see where you're going, the Bible says without vision, people perish, which means you keep going in cycles. You keep spinning. You keep repeating old patterns because that's what you've trained. That's what you've programmed. That's what you've practiced. And that's what you're going to see more of in your life. So there's got to be something. I call it leverage, but there's got to be something that breaks the pattern. And ultimately, that is a vision. The vision of where you're going, a vision of a compelling future is like a magnet. It pulls you forward every day and it gives you the courage, the boldness to take steps towards that every day. Okay? So... Again, the reason why most people don't succeed is because they don't evaluate where they are in their inner world and they don't really consider and reflect on where it is that they actually want to go, okay? And you might say, no, that's really not that big of a deal. I'm just going to keep hustling and grinding for these goals. It's worked for me. I've gotten these results. Great. 
no big deal, but it's just your whole life, which to me is a huge deal, okay? <laughs> and if you really wanna have and enjoy your life and be a model of that to the world and be an example of what's possible, you have to be willing to do some things differently, okay? And to become someone different as well. And this isn't ultimately becoming somebody new, this is just expressing more of who you actually are, okay? But that comes from evaluating who you are showing up as and what you're doing, all right? So the reality is, is we are all running patterns in life that make us who we are, okay? We don't always run the pattern of the new things that we want to create. Often we're not running that. You can't guarantee transformation if you don't co-create it. So what I mean by that is God, right, will give you often a prophetic word a glimpse, a vision of the future. He might reveal something to you literally in his word as you're reading it, as you're studying it, as you're in prayer time with him and quiet time with him, as you're journaling, right? Whatever it might be, he might even bring revelation to you through somebody else, right? And, and bring affirmation to you multiple times over. But you can't guarantee transformation if you don't co-create it, okay? So if God gives you faith, he gives you this vision and he gives you faith for it, okay? Then you co-create that by walking out what you see every day, even when there are no signs of it in your reality. You don't go by what you see with your physical eyes. You go by what you see with your eyes of faith, okay? So God gives you a glimpse of where you're going and you work towards that every day. And as you're working towards that every day, you are programming and practicing a new pattern, a new way of thinking, a new way of feeling, a new way of showing up in the world, a new way of behaving. You're practicing new habits. You're practicing new behaviors, okay, based on this vision of where he has showed you that you're going. Now, this can even be years, okay? The process can be years. I'm not even going to lie to you. But transformation is better than self-help. God's grace, God's direction, God's counsel, God's wisdom makes you an unstoppable force in the world. You just working by your force and what you know ain't it, all right? And when we start saying yes to life and God's wisdom and direction, beautiful things start to unfold and you start to see how easy it is to become. Now, the hard part is being vulnerable, being willing to evaluate things, being willing to feel uncomfortable and still choose the right choice, which is the next step that God revealed to you, right? Or just doing what you know to do, even when it's hard, right? That's really creates results that you couldn't do by just hustling and grinding all day, okay? And to rewrite your story, to really invest in your character development, you need to do a couple things. You need to practice. You need to show up, be committed to showing up and practicing self-coaching because here's what happens. You are not <laughs> always gonna feel like it. You're gonna have some really crappy thinking. And when you have crappy thinking and you don't feel like showing up, you've got really low energy, and we cannot show up and create beautiful things in the world with low energy. You can't, okay? And if you run that pattern over and over again, you're not gonna get new results, right? So you've gotta be committed to showing up every day, doing at least one thing to move the new needle forward, and to do that, you probably 
need to practice self-coaching. You need to talk yourself into it just like you would talk yourself out of it. And a lot of times when working with a coach, that's how you learn to practice self-coaching, okay? You also need to be committed to playing full out which you do by activating courage, okay? It is easy in the world we live in to hide behind computer screens and hide behind phones. It's easy to watch other people get results. It's easy to do bare minimum and to live really mediocre lives. It is easy to do that. Now, to play full out, you've got to stretch yourself. You've got to step outside your comfort zone. You have to do the thing that you know you're being led to do, even if you feel super awkward and super weird. But you have to be committed to doing that, and you can only do that by activating courage. And that's why we need God. We need God to transform us by helping us activate the gifts, the talents, the abilities, the faith that he's put on the inside of us, right? Whenever you don't feel like it, you don't have to submit to that. You can pray through that, okay? And then you also have to allow yourself to experience the full process, not just the beginning when your excitement is level, when your excitement level is high. So the Bible says that the end of a thing is greater than the beginning of a thing. It is super easy to be like, oh my God, this is new, this is fun, this is exciting. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh man, I ain't feeling this anymore. I'm not getting feedback. Somebody said, somebody said something negative about what I'm doing. Somebody gave me an unsolicited opinion that I'm now starting to believe and partner with, right? All sorts of things happen. But you need to allow yourself to experience the full process, not just the beginning. Because the process is where your character is developed. And without developing your character, you could get to a place of blessing and not be able to handle that. And that would be the worst thing. Okay, so important to embrace your process and being the co-creator of your life is something to honor. It is something to celebrate. And the greatest transformations occur when we're aware of what's most important now and we do the next thing. We don't put off to tomorrow what we can do today. Okay, and when you are being a co-creator of your life, it's like being a CEO. And what a CEO is, is a really good decision maker. Right. Our ego, which is committed to edging God out all day, every day. Right. And getting into fear and getting into anxiety and getting into insecurity and getting into judgment and comparison and just mer. Right. The mind is sometimes what I want to call that. All the craziness that goes on is not what helps you become. Okay, the ego keeps you stuck. God, on the other hand, is the one that helps you become, okay? And part of doing that, I like to say CEO is chief encouragement officer. And that's how you start becoming a great CEO that makes good decisions. You encourage yourself in the Lord. You start your own fire. You fan the flame within yourself. You activate what God put on the inside of you. You don't just let your DNA, your God-given DNA, to be a new creation to just lie dormant, right? You being a new creation right? When you are born again, you are a new creation, meaning there is nobody else like you. And you are a unique expression of God in the world. (laughs) And you're designed to be salt and light, but you can't do that if you're not in movement, okay? And if you're not developing what he put on the inside of you. It's all in there, but you got to activate it, okay? We need people to help us do this. So what I want to really encourage you with today is that it is time to meet the highest version and expression of you. And you can absolutely walk in freedom and live out who God has called you to be. But you have to be wise about your story. And you've got to be the hero of your story. 
You gotta be the CEO of your life, okay? And this is what helps you really become unstoppable, all right? So I am somebody that personally believes in the profound results that experiential education and immersion experiences provide. And I place a high value on exposing myself to these deep dives into the soul and taking a good hard look at myself and the impact I'm making as often as I can. Now, I I will say that it is not something that is easy, and I wouldn't say that it's something that gets easier, right? However, the results that I've gotten, I was writing in a journal the other day, I was doing a training, and I was writing a journal about just some notes and observations and distinctions that I was making, and I was writing in this journal that I am so grateful that I've given myself the greatest gift, which is being constantly investing in my development. That is the greatest gift that anyone could even give me is helping me develop. But if, I, if I'm if i not and I didn't get development around me, right? I learned a lot of what not to do. But if you don't have anybody developing you or cultivating development in you, it's ultimately you that can give that gift to you. And so something that I was writing was that I'm so grateful and proud that I have given myself that gift time and time again, because what it's done is it's helped me develop these qualities that were dormant inside of me, right? So that they grow stronger and so that I can do the work that I'm called to do. If I'm not practicing, right, these these character qualities every day, I'm not training that and I'm not programming that and I can't deliver that to anybody else. So something that I was thinking about was, man, these experiences are hard. They require a ton of time, energy, money, (laughs) finances, planning, preparation, development, discomfort. But I would not change anything about that because of who I become in the process of immersing myself and and really growing through these experiences. And the level that that allows me to then show up as a coach and deliver with my clients is oh my goodness, you can't you can't even quantify that. You can't even put a dollar on that. It is insane. So I was just thinking about that. So I just want to highlight that it's not easy to become, but it's easier, right, to to go that path than experiencing the pain of regret and success without fulfillment and living out of integrity, right, and, and really hating who you look at in the mirror. Okay, the, the process of becoming absolutely can be painful. There's things that you will find that you need to repent of. There's things that need to heal. There, there's going to be sacrifice of time, of energy, of emotion, of, of your heart, of your finance, of your resources. There's going to be a sacrifice of those things. But if you can see what's on the other side of that, they are worth it every single time. And if you milk those experiences for all they're worth, you will get those outcomes. You will become the person that creates those outcomes in your life. So I highly recommend investing in yourself, in coaching and mentoring and training to rewire your program and energy. So for example, a lot of people say, oh my God, you have such great energy. You have such a wonderful vibe, like all this beauty. Like that's not just a gift, okay? Yes, it's genuine, but it's something that's programmed, okay? I want you to think about it this way. Okay, a lot of times how we walk around the world, just picture like a stick figure, okay? 
work with me here. A lot of times when we're walking around the world where this little stick figure, tick, 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 right? But we have this huge mind bubble, okay? Full of just nonsense. There's fear hovering up there. There's concern about whether people are thinking about me. There's the to-do list that I got to knock out. There's all of this stuff that we're just projecting in our head. And what is that doing? That bubble, right, is preventing you from being clear, from being a pure channel for God to work through. All of your nonsense is blocking what is in the present moment, okay? But (laughs) when you do enough development, you basically pop that whole bubble, okay? And now you're just this little stick figure, okay? Just for this exercise, that can go around the world without being hindered, without being blocked. So you can show up and be a flow of God in whatever environment he puts you in. You're not overthinking things. You're not overanalyzing things. You're not prejudging them. You just show up to the moment and you're a pure channel for God to work through. Two totally different ways of showing up in the world. So I like to think of character development as removing all of the nonsense that's blocking you from making sense, okay? From (laughs) being able to shine, from being able to flow from being able to be a pure channel for God to work through. It's moving all the things out of the way that are preventing that. And sometimes that is healing. Sometimes that is learning new skills. Sometimes that is a lot of reflection. (laughs) Sometimes that's getting clear in your vision. It can be a combination of all those things. But again, it is a process and it is absolutely worth being a free channel because when you are a free channel, you have a lot of energy to work with, okay? And you're more sensitive to how God is moving what he's speaking to you, how you're being led, how you're being guided, and you can follow through on that with more energy and more creativity. That to me is valuable. And that comes from doing very practical things like committing to, or I guess, let me say it this way. It comes from assessing what you're exposing yourself to. So rather than, you know, exposing yourself to all of this, you know, TV nonsense that isn't adding a single drop of value back into you or rather than you know just going out and let's say drinking all the time again which is taking money from you not necessarily giving you anything back rather than investing in things that don't do anything for you there's literally no value add there's no benefit for you rather than doing that shift those things in your life and get in the word develop your relationship with god right? Invest in coaching, invest in your development in those segments where you are literally investing in things that are doing absolutely nothing for you. That's maturity. (laughs) That's being a CEO. That is somebody that's moving with a vision for the future. Okay. Just practical, practical, practical. Okay. In these pockets of time, where can you make adjustments that will help you become? And if you don't know how to become, invest in things that will help you learn that. Okay. An example, making the right connections and doing life in community is key to acceleration. A lot of times we try to grow alone. That's great. And you might get some development on your own, but you're not going to accelerate. Okay. And community is important. It's not only a key to acceleration, but it's a key to your destiny. You're not going to get to your destiny by yourself. (laughs) It's not going to happen. Okay. So connections don't happen by chance. And contribution is never random. So you, yet let's say that you're craving connection. What are you doing to actually create connection in your life? Who are you pouring into? Who are you reaching out and initiating connection with? 
where are you putting that on your schedule? Or is that not a priority for you? And then when it comes to contribution, what are you actually contributing every day? At work, in your family, in your relationships, in yourself, what are you contributing? Because if you're looking just for people to contribute to you, you fall into ego again because you believe you're entitled. We're not entitled, but we are gifted and we do have beautiful, beautiful gifts that have been given to us for free from God that we can activate and use every day. And when you do that, you're, you're operating as a creator, a co-creator in your life, and that energizes you. Strangely enough, you would think that that would take energy from you, but that actually energizes you and that causes you to step into fulfillment, okay? So I want you to consider who and what is on the other side of you getting out of your comfort zone and what are you investing in the lives of others? You gotta flip the script because when we sit at home (laughs) and when we get too comfortable just not taking action and not getting out of our comfort zone, we start to learn learned helplessness. We start to be a victim in our lives. We start to get entitled. We start to get negative. We start to overthink things. And that's not a productive pattern, okay? And the reality is, is we are wired for connection, but you and only you are accountable for your experience. So you will have to do things differently. You'll have to invest differently, right, to get the outcomes that you want, to become the person that you desire to be, that you're proud of being in the world, okay? So I I joke, don't get addicted to LAE, which I'm calling lame beep energy, okay? (laughs) You gotta be kind of playful here, but you don't wanna get, get addicted to low energy, all right? What that means is you really show up with a 10, 10% commitment to life, right? So think about it this way. If you are in a relationship, okay, or if you're married and your partner says to you, babe, you know what? Like, I love you so much, but I'm only 10% committed to you. What would you do with that? Like that would be a complete relationship failure, right? Like that ain't gonna work, okay? But we live that every day. We show up with very low energy, We procrastinate, we put things off, and then we get upset because we're not getting the outcomes we want. But you're not, with low energy, you're not going to become who you're here to be, and you're also not going to create the results that you are here to create, okay? And you can't have a 10% commitment to your life. You've got to raise your standard. You absolutely have to, okay? So I'm sharing all of this. to help put some fire under your butt, all right? It's a season where you need to learn to inspire yourself in the Lord and start your own fire. To be the CEO of your life, which is not only just a chief decision maker, but a chief encouragement officer, right? You need to be somebody that's not just consuming things, but actually contributing things. This is what creates shifts in your life, okay? And transformation comes from surrendering your beliefs, surrendering the way things used to be, okay, so that you can step into the way things can be and you can be an example of what's possible. And often it's the prophetic that creates that vision for the future when you're walking with God, okay? Our job isn't to like fix ourselves, quote unquote. Our job is to develop relationship with God and learn to be guided and directed by him. 
okay? As we do that, we when we keep God first place, we don't make an idol out of the wrong things, even our pursuits, and we trust that in due time when God wants us to have it, we will have it. But in the meantime, we're going to do what he's guiding us to do, and we're going to walk out the word, okay? And we can't do that if we're not reading the word, right? And you really don't know how powerful you are. None of us do, but you start to learn that as he's leading and guiding you into his best for you and his perfect plan for your life, okay? So a great way that you can start activating this is even just ask God, God, what are you doing in me? How can you help me accelerate the season that I'm in? Give me more clarity, more wisdom, more revelation about how I can navigate the season well And really partner with you to create the outcomes that you desire for me to create. Another way to say that, how can I glorify you in all I think, say, and do? Okay? What do I need to be programming into myself? What truths do I need to be speaking over myself in this season? What declarations do I need to be saying to myself constantly until I'm fully convinced? Right? So that I can get out of this cognitive dissonance and these strongholds and actually believe and speak the truth in my life, right? Proof is there all the time, right? We just have to notice it, okay? So we can retrain our brains to look for something different. And we can find that proof all the time. We just have to look for it, okay? And it's really hard to to see and to become when we don't have a vision of where we're going. We don't have anything to hope for. We have to have that compelling vision for the future. So if you're stuck even there, again, God, what is the vision that you have for me? Help me to see your perspective. Help me to see what you see. Train my eyes to see supernaturally, right? Sometimes we make this so complicated, but we can with a sincere Humble heart, come to God and ask for that. And he will guide you. He will give you answers. He will direct your steps, right? Submit your plans to the Lord and he will direct your steps, okay? Think about that. How can you, I like to say, how can you unleash God's power within you? Another great question. God, help me to unleash your power in me. Show me what it is that you really want me to develop, right? And then also think about this question. How do you live a new supernatural creation life? How do you do that? How do you learn to live a resurrected life and take all the limitations off? Because that's what that's what is available to you. So what I'm proposing is, is it starts by looking at and evaluating where you are. Where are you currently limited? Have you even invited God into that area and gotten God's vision on that area? And then are you partnering with God, actively trusting him in walking out what he showed you and what he wants you to be a vessel of in that area of your life? I encourage you (laughs) as your chief encouragement officer for the day to take these questions into your quiet time with God and journal out the answers. Ask Holy Spirit to guide you in that process and see what revelation comes forth in that time. Just trust that it's going to come forth, that God is going to answer you. He's going to guide you in that process. Okay? And for those of you that are like, OMG, I need to do a deeper dive of my soul into all this action. The God's Vibes Mastermind is open for applications currently. I'm now enrolling for it. So that is something that you absolutely can learn more about and apply for 
on julianapage.com. So go visit over there. And if you want me to help you as your own coach and your guide on the side or your spiritual running buddy, I would love to even offer you just a free discovery call to find out more what that would look like. I will say that I only work with a limited number of people a year. <laughs> so I do have some spots that are still open. And if you want to snag one of those, make sure that you also go to julianapage.com and go to the contact page to schedule a call. All right. All right, humans. I hope this message blessed you. And until next time, stay blessed. <laughs>